there is a need for us to know other words for the word servants. We need to know other synonyms. There are other synonyms for the word servant, and I'd like to list out a few, a very few for you. Another word for the word servant is or could be attendant. Another word could be helper. Then another word could be slave. Now, all of these words, they mean one thing. Someone that assists. In fact, an assistant is another word for the word servant. Now, it's very important to have this in mind because, you know, some people use the Bible to justify slavery. No, no. And we learned something very interesting in the last podcast that I'd like to retreat as we go on in our study. Thank God we've read the entire book. We have studied, not read, we have studied the entire book of Genesis. And right at some point in our studies, we started to see that, yes, we can cross-reference. We see something here, then we'll be like, Oh, we heard this somewhere in the past and we go back and check and, you know, read through such passages and we see that, oh, this is what God is trying to tell us here that he has told us in the past. And I would like us to repeat that same exercise with this issue of helpers, with this issue of servants, with this issue of slaves. Let us go back to the book of Genesis. Genesis chapter 12, reading from verse 4 downwards. Reading from verse 4 downwards. Then Abraham took Sarah, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son, and all their possessions and that they had gathered, and the people whom they had acquired in Haran. People that they have bought, people that they have employed, people that have willingly gone to meet Abraham and Lot to work under them. Do not forget these people were blessed. They were blessed in material and as well as spiritual things. So yes, they needed help and those who were seeking employment, who were seeking a means of livelihood would actually go and meet them to work with them. Now, why am I bringing the story of Abraham and the story of Lot and the story of these men of old who the Bible says walked with God? Why am I bringing it up? I'm bringing it up to show you that these laws that God is now even giving to the children of Israel is what this men of old, old had dear to heart. It is the same laws that they obeyed. Nothing different. Nothing different. Nothing new. Don't forget, God is the same today. It's the same yesterday. And he is the same forever. He is the same forever. Now, another interesting thing we must note is 
I use the New King James Version, so it gives a heading to each chapter. Not all, but to each. Now, the heading on this chapter, that is Exodus chapter 21, is the law concerning servants. Now, the first thing that we studied in the early parts of Exodus chapter 1 is these laws were given to the children as to their brothers. As to their brothers first. And it's interesting that the servants that we read in Genesis chapter 12 were the brothers of Abraham, people who lived in Haran. Now, did he have other servants from other places? Yes, he had servants even from the land of Egypt, even from the land of Canaan. And God gave his judgment to Abraham as he is giving this same judgment to his seed. God is very good. He's very compassionate. Now, the one thing we mentioned in the last podcast that I would like to say again is we see in these verses how God made provision for where man erred. Now, the first one, this issue of having a servant, of having a slave, because someone needs to provide for his means, having to work for someone else, we would see as we go on, we would see the original guidelines, the original government, the original way God wanted man to live before man started to do his things. And here we see how God made provision for those who disobeyed in the marriage covenant. Don't forget, in the marriage covenant, it is said in our day, I don't know about then, but in our day, till death do us apart, meaning no other party is introduced or should be introduced in this covenant that a man and a woman should have. But here we see God give a judgment to deliver to Moses, to deliver to the children of Israel in a case where a man has fallen short of that standard that I have laid down, in a case where or in a situation where a man now has a second wife, this must then be the judgment. If the first wife is deprived of a food, of a clothing, and of a marriage right, then she will be allowed to leave that marriage covenant. Now, even these laws of how to treat a servant, how to treat an attendant, how to treat a helper was not in the foundation of God's commandments and where man should live. These were judgments provided due to man's fall. It's very important that we learn this lesson. And this is not to encourage us to fall as men did fall. Because as we go on in this study, we will see how God is elevating that standard right to that standard from the beginning when all things were perfect, when there was no sin whatsoever. 
Hi, my name is Oluwa Femi and you are welcome to the Gospel Space. Yes, thank God, thank God for life, thank God for keeping us to the very point, thank God for the new year once again, Happy New Year. I thank God for all of his goodness. Yes, indeed, God is good, God is faithful. Are things hard? Yes, things are hard, to be honest, things are hard, but God is keeping us, is providing for us, and above all, we are in health. God is good. God is good. In the book of 3 John chapter 1 verse 2, it said, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all the things and be in health, just as your soul prospers. I hope you're also prospering in your soul. I hope there is prosperity, there is growth, and there is fruiting in your spiritual life and your spiritual walk with God also. God is very good. This is Exodus chapter 21 that we will be studying by the grace of God. We are going to be completing this chapter today. The reason I decided to break this down into halves is because it, it, the, the first half was getting too long and I didn't want any excessive uh, bombardment of the study. I want us to take it easy. And, and I remember we said sometime a while ago that if we have to take a chapter, if we have to take anything in the Bible gradually, our aim here is not just to finish the Bible. Our aim by the grace of God is to know what truth is. So if we would have to dwell in one chapter of the Bible for a long time, yes, we will. As long as we are getting everything God wants us to get. Well, we, I don't think we can get everything at once because in the past we, we, we have been studying and we have been reviewing. And in our review, we say that, yes, there is something new to learn. There is something new to learn. But as long as we are getting these gems, the gems of truth, then we would move on. Only then are we going to move on. So I thank God. I thank God. I thank you for your patience. I thank God for all that he is revealing to us. Let us have a word of prayer as we dive into today's story. Our dear Father in heaven, we thank you for today. We thank you for your kindness and goodness. We thank you for your mercy and we thank you for your provision. It is by your grace that we are not consumed. There is nothing good in us. There is nothing good in us. For all have sinned and have fallen short of your glory. But it is for your mercy's sake that we are alive. It is for your mercy's sake that we can study with you. Father, we plead for forgiveness of our sins as we confess them and turn away from them is our prayer. Please send your Holy Spirit to abide with us, to soften our hearts, to receive truth from your throne of mercy. This is our plea we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Exodus chapter 21, by the grace of God, we are going to finish this up today. So, um... Very short, very short comment on what we have read in the past or what we have read in the early verses of Exodus chapter 21 up to verse 11. We are seeing that these instructions, these judgments that was delivered to the children of Israel were judgments that should actually discourage slavery. Look at them now. It's, it's light compared to what they experienced in the land of Egypt compared to what we even today understand as slavery. These were judgments given to them to discourage 
slavery. Imagine after six years, the one you have bought will go. Now, I was I was discussing with a friend. Do you know the kind of relationship you would have built with someone for six years? A slave, whether the slave was purchased or whether the slave came in by himself or by herself. A relationship would have been established for six years. And in the seventh year, you, that is the Hebrew, must let such a person go. Except if such a person desires not to go. Now, that one will go, then someone will purchase another one. You know, just start building relationships with different people. And I know what, how difficult, in quote, it can be in our generation today to build a relationship with someone. There's a lot of trust issues. Now, imagine building a relationship with one. Maybe I finally settle and trust this person that, okay, yes, I trust this person would help me. Then after six years, the person now goes. Then I have to start afresh with another person. No. These judgments of themselves were even to discourage people from buying or people um, or individuals for, from submitting themselves to serve another person. So interesting. It is so interesting. God is good. I, I, with this, I see how God wants every man to be independent. I see how God wants every man to be free in action, in choice, and in all ramifications of life. God is very good. God is very good. Let us continue as we study. I'm starting from verse 12. Then God said, the head in, in the New King James Version is the law concerning violence the law concerning violence as we study we would see that the laws the laws and constitutions that we have today they are from the bible and it's amazing the bible even <laughs> even unbelievers they know that the judgments in the bible are true they are just they are pure and they are righteous god said to moses he who strikes a man so that he dies shall surely be put to death. I want us to, I want you and as I am thinking about the laws we have in our constitution. We have a law like this in the Nigerian constitution and I'm sure there must be a law like this in the constitution of the country where you are. However, if he does not lie in wit, but God delivers him into his hand. Then I will appear, sorry, then I will appoint for you a place where he may flee. But if a man acts with premeditation against his neighbor to kill him by treachery, you shall take him, you shall take him from my altar that he may die. And he who strikes his father or his mother shall surely be put to death. He who kidnaps a man and sells him, or if he is found in his hand, he shall surely be put to death. Please continue to think about constitutions. And he who curse his father or his mother shall surely be put to death. Remember the commandment 
that God spoke to the entire people of Israel. The commandments that has been from the foundation of the earth. It says, Honor your father and your mother so that your days shall be long. Now, the one that curses his father and mother, his days will not be long. That's why it's going to be put to death. I'd like to hear your comments. I would like to hear your comments. Now, if men contend with each other and one strikes the other with a stone or with his fist and he does not die, but is confused, sorry, or is but is confined to his bed. If he rises again and walks about outside with his staff, then he who struck him shall be acquainted. He shall only pay for the loss of his time and shall provide for him to be thoroughly healed. Mm, just. And if a man beats his male or female servant or beats his male or female servant with a rod so that he dies under his hand, he shall surely be punished. Notwithstanding, if he remains alive a day or two, he shall not be punished, for he is his property. If a man fight and hurt a woman with a child so that she gives birth prematurely, yet no harm follows, he shall surely be punished accordingly as the woman's husband imposes on him and he shall pay to the judges uh, he shall pay as the judges determine. But if any harm follows, then you shall give life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot, burn for burn, wound for wound, stripe for stripe. If a man if a man strikes the eye of his male or female servant and destroys it he shall let him go he shall let him go free for the sake of his eye and if he knocks out the tooth of his male or female servant he shall let him go free for the sake of his tooth no domestic violence accepted in one way in in no accepted whatsoever no 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 form of domestic violence and you know, this is interesting. Many sad stories, many sad reports have I heard over the news, um, over telephone news and however it comes. I see a lot of news that make me sad. And it makes me wonder what humans are turning to. But let us continue. God is so particular about everything. The heading here is animal control laws animal control laws and he says god said if an ox goose a man or a woman to death then the ox shall surely be stoned and its flesh shall not be eaten but the owners of the ox shall be acquainted there is a lot of um, 
I, I don't want to call it science, but there is a lot of underneath things happening with animals. Uh, here in Nigeria, there are some. I, I'm thinking of how to express this that everyone would understand. They are mad cows. Now, personally, I don't know and I have not seen the things that make them mad. But the moment they start behaving, how do I explain it, behaving like they shouldn't, then it means that their blood is poisoned. Now, if such a poisoned blood is being killed, a poisoned animal is killed and, and men start to eat it, then they receive, they eat the disease from these animals. You know, one very interesting thing is, the disease from animals can be passed to man, but the diseases in plants cannot be passed. We can inherit from animals, but we can't inherit from plants. The, the diseases we suffer are alike to what they suffer. They, 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 they suffer from tumors, they suffer from cancers. I'm talking of animals this time. They suffer from cancers. They, 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 they suffer emotional sicknesses. Try taking the, 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 the calf of a cow and you would see the cow cry, like literally cry. And it's mourn, it is grown. So the command not to eat such an ox, such an ox that is aggressive, such an ox that I can assume is mad, was even to the benefit of man. And it's interesting that God gave this instruction to us. God gave this instruction to us. Now, the thing I share with you is what people have researched and they found out. And I was like, see how God has given us this instruction, not trying to prove anything, just giving us. And it's just left us to obey. I'm like, wow, see so many underneath things that happen with mad animals and God is saying, just kill, don't, don't eat them, just kill them, stone them to death. Don't forget, man is not to eat strangled animals or, or, or things in that line, strangled, stoned animals that just collapse or die suddenly. We are not to eat such animals because they they become poisoned the poisoned blood that caused them to die is not good for man can you imagine the amount of well i wouldn't well we can say some adrenaline pumped into the blood of the animal when it's been stoned the fear and all of these things that can make the blood in the body of the animal very toxic it's not wise, it's not healthy to eat such an animal. And God is telling them here, when you stone that animal, it shall not be eaten. It shall not be eaten. Let's go on. But if the ox, but if the ox lended to trust with its horn in times past, and it... Um, and it has been made known to his owner, and he has not kept it confined, so that it has killed a man or a woman, 
the ox shall be stoned and the owner also shall be put to death if there is uh if there is imposed on him a sum of money then he shall pay to redeem his life whatever is imposed on him whatever it whatever it has good a son or good a daughter according to this judgment it shall be done to him if the ox goes a male or female servant he shall give to their master 30 shekels of silver and the ox shall be stoned and if a man opens a pit or if a man digs a pit and does not cover it and an ox or a donkey falls in falls in it falls in it the owner of the pit shall make it good he shall give money to their owner but the dead animal shall be his <laughs> if one man's ox hurts another so that it dies then they shall sell the live ox and divide the money from it and the death dead ox shall they also divide or if it was known that the ox that the ox tended to thrust in their parts in time past pardon me and its owner has not kept it confined he shall surely pay for the ox and the dead animal shall be his own my dear friends these are righteous judgments and we thank god for the clarity that no he that is god does not endorse slavery but gives commandments to fallen man to disobedient man to even protect the innocent from the wickedness of man from the wicked acts of man god is good god is good and like i would always say every information every pinch of information that we need to know everything that we must be has been given to us not only in word but even his spirit that he may help us do all that he has commanded god is good god is very good a word of encouragement today will be coming from the book of romans romans chapter 3 verse 25 and it says whom god set forth as a perpetrator perpetration by his blood through faith or demonstrates his righteousness because in his forbearance god had passed over the sins that were previously committed god is good god is faithful god is desirous to save do have a blessed day my friend and by god's grace may we meet again to study at the feet of god god bless you exodus chapter 22 god is very good for how he has been leading and providing us with wisdom and understanding as we are living it is very faithful let's have a word dive into today's study let us invite the holy spirit to come and soften our hearts 
open our minds that we may see the justice of God. Our dear Father in heaven, we thank you very much for keeping us to this very point. We thank you for the light that you've been shining on our path. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for grace. Most especially, we thank you for life. For if not for the life that we have, there would be no words from our lips to utter your goodness and kindness and mercy towards us. Father, we plead for mercy, we plead for the forgiveness of our sins, and we ask that you send us your Holy Spirit, that he may teach us and grant unto us understanding from above. Hi, I'm Olu Afemi and you're welcome to the Gospel Space. Exodus chapter 22, Exodus chapter 22. Let us study together. This is a continuation of the pronouncement of the judgments of God from Mount Sinai to the children of Israel. It reads, If a man steals an ox or a sheep and, sl- uh, <laughs> and slaughters it or sells it, he shall restore five oxen for an ox and four sheep for a sheep. If the thief is found breaking in and is struck so that he dies, there shall be no guilt for his bloodshed. If the sun has risen on him, there shall be guilt for his bloodshed. He should make full restitution. If he has nothing, he shall be sold for his theft. If the thief is certainly found alive in his hand, whether it is an ox or a donkey or a sheep, he shall restore double. If a man causes a field or vineyard to be grazed, and let's lose his animal, and it feeds in, in another man's field, he shall make restitution from the best of his own field and the best of his own vineyard. This this sounds to me like an elaboration of one of the commandments that says man should not covet the property of his neighbors. This is starting to seem like an expansion or um it, it starts to seem it's starting to seem like a fulfillment when I say fulfillment is like it's like expanding that simple command that is given. Well I, I don't think expanding is the word, just giving practical examples where those commandments would apply. Let us find let's go on. If fire breaks out and catches it, uh, catches in thorns, so that stacked grain, standing grass, or the field is consumed. He who kindled um, such fire shall surely make restitution. If a man delivers to his neighbor money or article to keep, and it is stolen out of the man's house, if the thief is found, he shall pay double. If the thief is not found, then the master of the house shall be brought to the judges to see whether he has put his hand into his neighbor's goods. For any kind of trespass, whether it concerns an ox, a donkey, or a sheep, or clothing, or for any kind of lost thing which another claims to be his, the cause of both parties shall come before the judges 
and whomever the judges condemn shall pay double to his neighbor. If a man delivers to his neighbor a donkey, an ox, a sheep, or an animal to keep, and he dies, is hot, or is driven away, no one seen it, then an oath of the Lord shall be between them both, that he has not put his hand into his neighbor's goods, and the owner of it shall um, accept that, and he shall not make it good. He shall not make it good means the one that kept the property shall not pay. But if in fact it is stolen from him, he shall make restitution to the owner of it. If it is torn to pieces by a beast, then he shall bring it as an evidence, and he shall not make good what was torn. And if a man borrows anything from his neighbor and it becomes injured or dies, the owner of it not being with it, he shall surely make it good. If its owner was with it, he shall not make it good. It is, if it is hired, it came for its hire. We go on. If a man entices a virgin who is not betrothed, don't forget the word betrothed means um, given out in marriage, right? So let's read again. If a man entices a virgin who is not betrothed and lies with her, he shall surely pay the bride price for her to be his wife. If, if her father utterly refuses to give her to him, he shall pay the money according to the bride price of virgins. You shall not permit a sorcerer to leave. Whoever lies with, that, with an animal shall surely be put to death. The Bible is totally against bestialism. I be sleeping with animals. It, it's, it's madness. In every way, it's, it's madness. There's this crazy freedom people are clamoring for. Yes, I, I, it's my body, it's my this, it's my that, and, and I can do whatever I want to do. As we study, we would see, you and I will see that this body we are wearing, this body that we control, is not ours. It is not ours. And when we get to that passage, we would see, and I pray, I pray the Lord to keep us to that very point, and we would plead for the Holy Spirit to guide our minds. Let us go on. He who sacrifices to any God except the Lord only, he shall be utterly destroyed. You shall have no other God before me. That's what this sounds like. That is what this sounds like. It goes on. You shall neither mistreat a stranger nor oppress him, for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. This is strong. This is strong. You shall not afflict any widow or fatherless child. If you afflict them in any way, and they cry, and they cry um, at all to me, I will surely hear their cry, and my wrath will become hot, and I will kill you with this sword. 
sorry, with the sword, your wives shall be widows and your children fathers. If you lend money to any of my people who are poor among you, you shall not be like um, the money lenders. To him, you shall not charge him interest. Now, this, this is the laws to the Israelites, to their brothers. It goes on. If you shall ever take your neighbor's garments as a pledge, you shall return it to him before the sun goes down. For that is his only covering. It is his garment for his skin. Whatever you... Uh, is his garment for his skin. Pardon me. What will he sleep? What will he sleep in is the question. And it will be that when he cries to me, I will hear, for I am gracious. For God is gracious. With this, I'm, I'm starting to see God presenting to the Israel to have and possess character like he does possess. You shall not revile God, nor curse a ruler of your people. <laughs> this is interesting. You shall not revile God, nor curse a ruler of your people. You shall not delay to offer the first of your ripe produce and your juices. The firstborn of your son you shall give to me. Likewise, you shall do with your oxen and your sheep. It shall be with its mother seven days. On the eighth day, you shall give it to me. And you shall be holy men to me. This is the entire congregation of Israel. And God said, you all shall be holy men to me. You shall not eat meat turn, torn by beasts in the field. You shall not throw it to the dogs. Sorry, you shall throw it to the dogs. Now, a command is given here that they shall not eat meat torn in the field. Why? Because they are holy men. Because they now possess a character that is like the character of God. This is very interesting. This is very interesting. Now, as we close, we have uh, a poem that's going to be presented to us by my brother, Oluwatobi Fawemi. And it's titled PVC. PVC. Please vote Christ. Now, I'm bringing up this poem because of the forthcoming general election forthcoming presidential general election that will be happening that will be taking place in nigeria in february in the month of february that's next month few days um, i think it's on the 25th i think it's on the 25th i checked online and i saw the 25th of february and is it not interesting that we have here we have now read a command from god that we shall not despise we shall not curse a ruler of the people. We shall not curse a ruler of the people. Wow. <laughs> this is very interesting. This is very timely. Please enjoy the poem. God bless you.